I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to The Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. It's your guy, Ike Jones. We're back with another morning drop, finishing off Athlon's SEC all-transfer list, this time talking about the defense. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. You are now now listening listening to... The war report. Morning drop. We are here Wednesday morning, June 28th. Your guy, Ike Jones, Mike G, in hey. the place to be. Talking some more Auburn football. Athlon, as we talked about yesterday, put together their all-transfer list mm. from the SEC. So these are the top transfer acquisitions across the Southeastern Conference And we talked yesterday about the offensive people that were on there. Quite a few Auburn Tigers there on the offensive side of the ball. Now, Coach Freeze and company had a lot of transfers in on defense. However, not nearly as many of them appear on this list. Mm. Is that something we should be worried about? They don't feel like we got quality transfers. The other transfers are better. I don't know. I don't know. We, I don't know what assumptions we can or, or conclusions we can draw from that, from what Athlon's saying. But not a lot of defenders on this list. Anyway, Mike, how you feeling about all this this morning, man? Uh feeling pretty good. Listen, um, media days is coming, so it'll be interesting it to see uh, who on defense is attending media days, uh, so that we can talk a little bit about you know who those leaders are going to be. Will it be one of the transfers? Will it be one of the incumbents? We're going to be bringing you live from Nashville, talking about that for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are we gonna? We haven't talked about this. We're just, let's just talk. Let's just have a group meeting right here on the uh, on the live <laughs> right. this morning. Let's talk um, about it. Are we gonna do morning drops from Nashville? Are we gonna we gonna we gonna do drops down uh, there from the, yeah, the high. Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. I think we're going to do something from Nashville. Okay. We're going to do a lot of stuff from Nashville. So. Yeah, yeah, we gonna, we're going to do a lot of things, but are we going to yeah. drop? We're going to drop yeah, it on. Yeah. Them? Well, I think we're going to drop it on them every morning from uh, from uh, 
the Grand Hyatt in downtown yeah. Nashville. So uh, if you are not a Patreon member, you should become a Patreon member in anticipation of our Media Days contest. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be there all week. So yeah. Q-Freeze goes on Tuesday. And for those of you who don't know, it's Monday through Thursday. Every coach will go. Um, but the War Report will be covering it all. Every coach. We're going to be yeah. in the room asking every coach your questions. So make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you want us to ask them about. And we'll be uh, sure to try to get your questions in. Do you feel like the whole uh, spring game question has lost steam now since when Coach Hugh Freeze first uh, introduced this idea? Like, do we still want to talk to them about that? Or Absolutely. It Absolutely. It's lost steam, man. Like, yeah. listen, dude, people have moved on to yeah. what this is going to be. Uh, Peyton Thorne is on campus now. Ike, you know, people want to know what's going on at quarterback. People want to know to some well, extent. Well, I'm not asking ask Coach Hugh Freeze about it. We oh. know where he stands. I'm talking about mm -hmm. do we want to ask the other coaches in the SEC how they feel about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, let's see. I mean, last year, you know, I got a chance to ask Kirby Smart about his spring game mm -hmm. and, you know, what was going on there. And, and, and he told us straight up, man, we're not having a quarterback competition. Right. <laughs> right? Stetson Bennett is the guy. So uh, this year, they, they should have had a quarterback competition. Uh, and I'll be excited to ask him about that. You know, uh, does our guy Joe Milton at Tennessee, is he got stranglehold on that job? You know, that's what's a, going on a, at Florida? That's a good question. Dude. Yeah. Like, I, see, I don't I don't know anything about and we're completely off the topic right now. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. We're into chaos mode uh, right now <laughs> just because mode. there aren't a lot of defenders for us to even talk about on this list. And we will get to that list in just a moment. Yeah. It's a, I, listen, I don't know what the quarterback rooms are looking like in places like mm -hmm. Tennessee. Like, is Joe Milton the guy? Because Joe Milton wasn't the, was the guy when he first got to campus. And then all of a sudden he goes out there and he plays kind of eh. Does Josh Heupel have another guy in his back pocket in case Joe Milton's not ready to step into the spotlight again when his number's being called next year? That's good. Right. Good thought. I don't know. Mm, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, again, how these coaches are doing the math and the calculus because having an incumbent is so important. Having a guy who understands your system. And look, Joe Milton had a really good end to the season after Hendon Hooker got hurt. Right. And, you know, there's going to be some teams that have some question marks there. Uh, you know, I've got plenty of questions for Nick Saban in Alabama about what's going on at quarterback. They went out and got the Notre Dame transfer. But, you know, uh, does Milrow have a chance to still be the guy there? You mm -hmm. know, and how sure is the leash going to be on whoever wins the job at Alabama? I mean, they, they legit haven't had a question at quarterback in like six years. Yeah. Think yeah, about it. You know, I mean, Tua. Tua and uh, 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 our guy Jalen Hurts, man. Yeah. I mean, that was as much of a, a quarterback controversy as they've had since like 2017, 2016. So, like, I mean, it, it's just going to be really interesting to watch, I think. Definitely going to be interesting to watch. Okay. Anyway, we have exhausted uh, wandering off the topic. Let's get back yeah. to the trail in which we blazed this morning, which is Athlon Sports. And they're all S or they're SEC all transferred. Mm. Make sure I'm saying. Mm. This is not an all SEC list. This is the transfers or the top transfers at every position into the Southeastern Conference or to a new team in the Southeastern Conference. The list for defenders for Auburn's is as follows. This very long and exhaustive list. You guys bear with me as I read off all of these names. Defensive line, Justin Rogers, Edge, Elijah McAllister, end quote. That's it. They expect mm. guys to be impact players along the defense for Auburn. Any thoughts on the fact that so few are on here? Now, again, we've had 
you know, we, we could roll off the list of names. Austin Keys, Demario, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jalen McLeod, uh, uh, Nasili Kite, the, the, the defensive lineman, uh, Lawrence Jackson on the defensive line. Um, what's the other kid from Liberty whose name is escaping me right now? Um, but yeah, just we could roll off the names. These are the two that made the list for Auburn. Thoughts first and foremost on these two that we have here. Justin Rogers, Elijah McAllister. Well, Elijah McAllister was a big pickup, right? You know, for 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 Hugh Freeze. And Justin Rogers, same. I mean, Justin Rogers was, you know, this was a I mean, it was huge when they talked about it this spring when he came over. Uh, so along that D-line, they're gonna need to bolster what they're doing. Um, and you had some notable exits, Isaac on the D-line with uh, uh, Thanos gone and, you know, some of these guys that got out of here, right? So you bring in Justin Rogers, and in the spring, what did Hugh Free say? You know, he's going to be a guy that's going to contribute. Like, he's a load, man, in the middle of that uh, that D-line. And and it was a huge pickup for 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 Auburn. Now, um, uh, linebacker has – we know linebacker has been an issue, so the D-line, being able to stop guys from getting through to that second level is going to be super important. You know, uh, uh, Elijah McAllister at the edge. I think he's gonna he's gonna be playing some Jack, mm-hmm. um, right? Yo, know, he, he was a candidate for Jack, and we know how important that position is is in, in, in Ron Roberts' defense. So right. you know, we've talked about that ad nauseum on the show. Uh, you know, these are guys that they expect to contribute. Now, Auburn may not have a ton of guys on this list, but the two guys who did make it, I think, are um, dare I say, instant starters. Listen, they're both coming from other SEC schools, so it's not as if we have to worry about whether or not mm-hmm. they're used to the level of competition in the SEC, albeit they both come from the SEC East. Um, you know, Vanderbilt and Kentucky, um, nobody is mistaking either of those for powerhouses mm-hmm. in football. However, um, it is not one of those things where, like, you have the question mark of, does this guy know what it's like to compete in this exactly. conference? They absolutely exactly. do. Um, and both of them have had a lot of starts, right? They've had a lot of snaps. So it's not as if they were end of the bench guys who never saw the field, right? That's so right. you're talking about guys who have had quality SEC starts, quality SEC snaps, and they're going to come in and they're going to pay dividends immediately. I would say, you know, outside of health, there's no reason why you don't see both of them in the two deep when that's announced at some point in time. I like I like the point that you're making about the, having the feel for the SEC. These are guys that are not going to be intimidated by playing in SEC environments as well, too, right? right. Um, now, you know, it's Justin Rogers has come from the East, right? You know, and, and over in our in the East, things were a little easier, I think. Um, but uh, this was, I would dare say, a little bit of an up year for the East um, this past season. And then, you know, Elijah McAllister coming from uh, from Vanderbilt, Oof, man, what a change of environments. I, th- I think that he will thrive on the crazy home environment that will be Auburn University and, and Jordan-Hare Stadium. And it's going to be it's going to be great for these guys. They, they won't be scared of the moment. Yeah, they, they won't be scared of the moment. And if anything, they may feed on not they may feed. They will feed on the energy and the enthusiasm and what it's like to be at a program where football matters. Now, I'm right. not saying football doesn't matter in Kentucky, but let's be clear, it doesn't matter like it matters at all. No, it's not. It's not and, Van- and Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt, right? So, like, I don't even want to make an same. argument there. Yeah, right? It's definitely not the same down there. So, um, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. I think Athlon got these two right. 
Yeah. I think they got these two right, uh, especially Justin Rogers was a no-brainer. Elijah McAllister coming from, you know, a, a school like Vanderbilt, uh, you know, he's a smart kid too, man. He, he's a guy who should fit right in and understand concepts and 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 and, and processes really quickly and, and be able to contribute at a high level, not only physically, but mentally as a leader, leader on that defense. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, to your point here, the the experience that they have is not going to make it where environments are going to be overwhelming. And this is, I think this is a thing that gets slept on a lot when you talk about what actual quality depth is, Mm -hmm. is having guys who've just kind of been there. Now, whether they've put up a ton of big numbers over their career, guys like this just tend to show up in big moments though, because moments don't feel too big for them because they've been in those types of wars before. Um, They've made big plays before. They've seen the the level of competition before. So hopefully they will be able to come in and be instant contributors. I have no doubt that that is the plan for them on this defensive side. But let's pivot here and talk about a little bit of what's on the list but doesn't include Auburn Tigers, right? So, Mm. again, they did this for every single position. So others to watch, though. They had We had some people on the – you know, others to watch list here. So uh, let's go through here and look at first and foremost, defensive line, of course, Justin Rogers. Then you had Trahan Jeffcoat at Arkansas, Caleb Banks from Florida, and Isaac Ukwu at Ole Miss. Isaac Ukwu, notably someone that Auburn was after on the defensive line as a potential defensive end slash Jack defender out of James Madison, Mm. makes the list for Ole Miss. Um, But... You do have Lawrence Johnson from Purdue, who I mentioned earlier. I think I said Lawrence Jackson. I apologize, Mr. Johnson, uh, from Purdue that is on this list. Uh, But Nasili Kite not listed here as others to watch. Interestingly, the transfer Mm. from Maryland that came in to Auburn. Any thoughts about that defensive line being Isaac Uku and then Lawrence Johnson actually being on there, others to watch? Uh, Yeah, not really. I mean, look. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, the, the others to watch list, right? Like when you look at the others to watch list, you know these are guys who you are uncertain about what their role is going to be, right? Or um, they're guys who you know, again, they're going into situations that may be a little bit more uncertain. Uh, so mm-hmm. when you compare them to guys like Justin Rogers, I mean, there's no question Justin Rogers is going to play in the start. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the same feeling about Elijah McAllister for, for a lot of these guys on the others to watch list, Isaac, it's, you know, you're watching not only them, but things around them. Right. You know, like what is their team doing? What are their coaches doing? You know, what is their role going to be really, uh, you know, in, in the defenses that they're stepping into? So, you know, you know, others to watch is just that, man. Just watch, watch and wait and see and see what happens with those teams. Um, you know, I think it's interesting teams like LSU, right? Um, they've got they they've got five stars everywhere, right? People for people forgot how much talent Brian Kelly inherited, you know, because of the mismanagement that was going on at the end of you know, the Ed Orgeron period. So, right. like others to watch, maybe more interesting at schools like LSU, where you know they have levels of five stars and four stars, uh, and they've been recruiting at a high level. You know, at Ole Miss, I'm not so sure, right? Like. I'm not so sure. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, as you like to say, you broken ugly. I think they're still in that category of just not I mean, a whole lot going broken on. Broken ugly there. is something that you can't fix without surgery. So I yeah, mean, if you yeah. broke, I don't know how you afford it. So <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, they got a uh, uh, nil bbl fun going on down there, Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's actually. <sad. laughs> 
That's actually so true, bro. Like they went and they splurged to try to make people believe that yeah. they were no longer broken ugly. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm beautiful. Look at my BBO. Right. And so um, you know, there's a lot going on down there. Um, yes. you know, Alabama, again, you know, one of those schools where they've got levels. So when they take guys, you, I mean, I think it's it's no it is notable. Um, because uh if they feel like you can contribute. Uh, you know, I know we're talking defense, but on the offensive side, they went out and they took a quarterback. There's no way that's not notable at a place like Alabama. I think the same defensively, they've been putting out defensive guys at such a high level. When you look at them and they go and they take somebody defensively through the transfer portal, you've got to think um, either they think very highly of that kid or there is actually a great need at that position based on how they've been recruiting. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's where the others to watch gets interesting. Right, is at the schools where you know they have talent, and they went out and they got a guy. Right, so you know that's what I'd be watching. And at places like Ole Miss, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it matters, right? Like I just don't know that the others to watch matters. But I'm definitely watching it at A and M and LSU and Alabama for sure. Right. Well, he- here's the one that I think most Auburn fans are going to be interested in. We didn't bring in that I can even remember any notable transfers into the defensive backfield room. And they have specialists on here, but they didn't list returners. So we're not going to talk about that because we didn't have any transfers in there in that space. Um, So we won't talk about safety. We won't talk about DB because there's nothing Mm -hmm. interesting really there. The other place, uh, I'm going to save the the biggest one for last, which is linebacker, but we'll go to the edge rusher position. and of course, Elijah McAllister made that one. They made they made mention of the kid from Appalachian State, uh, Jalen McLeod, on this as a potential guy who I think he probably should have been in the edge rusher, but they yeah, listed him sure. in the linebacker situation. But let's let's talk about linebacker for a second here before yeah. we transition it over into getting into the comment section because there were no Auburn Tigers on their immediate list. Omar Spates at LSU, Antonio Greer of Arkansas, Monty Montgomery which seems very redundant. I don't know who was naming him because Monty is usually short for Montgomery. So his parents named him Montgomery, Montgomery anyway, uh, at Ole Miss. And then Tresman Marshall at Alabama transferring over from Georgia of all places, uh, make the list for the linebackers, but others to watch here, Demario Tolan of Auburn, Austin Keys from Auburn. Uh, and then the other interesting names that you'll find on here, Jaheem mm-hmm. Thomas, also mm-hmm. someone who was uh, rumored to be interested in Auburn, Auburn interested in him, whichever way that was, to Arkansas, Jalen McLeod, which I just mentioned, listed as a linebacker here at Auburn. So three players here in that space on the others to watch list for the linebackers, but no Auburn Tigers at the linebacker position and no Larry Nixon mentioned here, which a lot of people are very excited about uh, with Auburn. Anything yeah. stick out to you about that one? Uh, Demario Tolan, I, I guess he's got to put on some weight on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they've been talking about him maybe putting on some weight. But this was a guy that LSU uh, was very— Their fans were super upset, upset about him when he left, right? Yeah, yeah. and so um, Tolan, uh, you know, was was interesting. Um, now, Auburn picked up Austin Keys as well, too, mm-hmm. um, which was a big pickup. Uh, linebacker was uh, Achilles' heel for Auburn. You know, the linebacker room underperformed greatly. Uh, so, you know, got Wesley Steiner returning, uh, who is, you know, a great kid, uh, but was out of position at times last right. year. 
And, uh, you know, they're going to be looking for a lot from that group because that defense has to figure out how to protect the second level. Like it's, you know, it was, it was brutal, man. When, when running backs got to the second level and especially in the red zone, um, it was an, it was an adventure every yeah. red zone trip with those linebackers. So, uh, that's probably on the team outside of offensive line. The biggest area of improvement from a position group standpoint that Auburn had was that linebacker for sure. That's it, man. I mean, it, it's flat out. So they brought in the guys. And, and when we talk about the work that Hugh Freeze has done in the transfer portal, they really focused. I mean, I think they did such a great job focusing on areas that they actually needed to fill. They, they went after guys that they thought, you know, were good team fits, uh, good culture fits. But they also filled areas of need through the transfer portal and through recruiting. Uh, I thought they did a good job there. It's just going to be about proof of concept at this point. You know, can they put it together? Can they gel as a unit this offseason? And, you know, who is going to emerge as a star at linebacker? You know, yeah. this, 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 you know, this fall and fall camp. So, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll keep an eye on all these guys to see who, who comes out on top. That's going to be the interesting question for sure is where are the stars? Not not the star position, but like the guys who are going to shine brightest at the position specifically at linebacker. I don't even know what kind of rotation they plan to do, but Auburn needs somebody to come in and be an absolute monster in the middle of that front seven there, uh, specifically at the linebacker position. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now, here's the rest of your morning drop. We are going to get here to the comment section to hear what you all are talking about. Athlon releasing their 2023 all-transfer team for the defense we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. We talked offense yesterday, so if you want to see who made that list, uh, you can definitely go to their uh, – I might put the link in the – I didn't put the link in the comments last time, whatever. But you can okay. you can see the list right here. Just go to our video from yesterday, and you'll have it on there. Anyway, Daniel Owen's going to get us jumped off in the comments here that says, still really worried about our pass rush this year. Any encouraging thoughts to talk, uh, talk somebody off the ledge here? Daniel Owen hovering on the edge, mm. specifically about the edge. Yeah, watch that Jack position. We've talked about it again a lot on the show. 
Um, you know, and listen, his worry is warranted. Ike, man, yeah, listen, we didn't have you know, we didn't have a lot of production. You know, there was not a lot of pass rush, man. And you know, Auburn was middle of the pack in terms of sacks last year. They're gonna have to up that number. And you know, while I feel Auburn has a great defensive back room. Um, you can't leave your DBs on an island, man. You got to get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, so this is this is this is a worry that is warranted, I think. And um, you know, listen, they went out and they got the guys. I think you know, if I'm trying to talk you off the ledge, I'm telling you, listen, is there going to be some new faces there at that position? And hopefully, some new bodies mean a new result in terms of what they are actually producing as it pertains to the pass rush, man. But to keep an eye on the edge, man. Elijah McAllister and those those guys are going to have to do the job in making sure Auburn can get after the quarterback. Yeah, and what I'll say, too, is um, the Ron Roberts defense works a lot with simulated pressure. So, you know, even if there are only four guys coming, they're coming from different places. Uh, so I would look out for guys who are playing the star position, who is that other, that linebacker DP hybrid to, to produce a lot of pressure coming off of a slot uh, nickels position. Um, and, you know, I think I really do like Jalen McLeod and the, and the effort that he brings uh, in that Jack room. So I think that if we're going to, if we do well on first and second down, when we get into a pass rush scenario, I think we have some guys who can come in as specialists that will definitely make the defenses have to say, okay, such and such is on the field right now. Right. And, and I think that we'll be in a position from a scheme perspective to not have to rely on guys just beating one on ones. We'll be doing a lot of movement, a lot of stunts, a lot of things that are going to create matchup problems mm -hmm. just from the way that the scheme is presented. So look for that to be something that will help get the pass rush in a better position for Auburn. Yep. Let's get to Daniel Moultrie here, who says, when should players attending SEC media days be announced? Uh, the week before media days. So, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to find out until the 11th hour. Uh, I've sent these emails to, to try to get an idea of who they're taking. Ideally, you're taking your quarterback. But Auburn's got a lot of things going on at quarterback. Ideally, you're taking your star running back. But Auburn's got some things going on at running back. Uh, so I'd expect to see guys like Jason Jones, DJ James, uh, you know, um, possibly Luke Beal would be a great representative. Um, I, if one of those guys I just named aren't on the list, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, if, if they're not one of the three from that group of three, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be shocked as well. I'd be shocked, you, you right, could yeah. maybe throw a Tate Johnson in there as well as a potential. Mm -hmm. Take a lineman, right. take an offensive yeah. lineman. But, uh, yeah, we'll be sure to report out on that as soon as we know. All right. Next up, we've got James Barnett who says, Ike, not shocked, especially when they feel we are only a top seven defense in the SEC. Keep sleeping on us. Yeah, um, you know, I talked about this over on Blackerby's show this morning, Locked on Auburn. We talked about the top defenses in the SEC over the last segment of, of that show. Uh, and, you know, they have Auburn listed around like seventh, um, but they put Arkansas at fifth. And I was just like, Ugh, like, I don't know about that. Uh, now, you know, obviously. That's, that's, the, that's some T-Will right there. Uh, yeah, right. Like, now, obviously, they had. Um, the, the the usual suspects at the top, Alabama, Georgia, you know, LSU. Um, but uh, I feel like our, uh, A&M had uh, underrated defense last year. That was A&M's defense helped them survive. So, yeah, right. I mean, and um, Auburn as well, too. Just two. You're talking about two defenses that were hurt by complete ineptitude on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, look out for, I mean, I think those guys to jump into the top five in the conference. I think Auburn has a top five defense. 
I think we've got enough talent to do it. To your point, the offense has got to give you some help. <laughs> got to give mm-hmm. you some help. Um, and we and and the bigger concern for me is not necessarily the pass rush, even though that is a concern. It's going to be the run defense and making sure that we can stop the run and again getting ourselves into third and long situations. Uh, Jeremy Locke jumps in and says, Elijah will be a monster at edge, having confidence in Elijah McAllister coming over from Vanderbilt at that jack position. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. I think he's going to be a monster. And that's why they put him on this list. So watch out for him, man. It's going to be great to watch. Uh, there's enough new players here. Nobody really knows what this Auburn team is going to be. You can project based on last year, but I'm telling you, um, do that to your detriment. They could come out and do some damage, man, in the first four games of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's a completely different team, so it is difficult to predict. I just it's It's just weird to me the predictions are so low for having so much more talent. But we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Pete Pass jumps in and says, ask the spring game question. It adds to other conversations, encouraging us to go and ask them, hey, what do you think about playing, you know, scrimmage against some other team for the spring game? It's still on my list of things Mm -hmm. to ask. So if it doesn't come up, then maybe I'll throw it in there to add a little little paprika to the uh, conversation. That's the Mm. first season I can think (laughs) of. Paprika. Uh, Jeremy Locke again. No Austin Keys. What? What? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like this is this go to my point. I just made about how nobody knows what this Auburn team is going to be. Man, there's a lot of new players, and you're going to see some names, and you're going to be like, wait, what? And, and and guys that we talked about even when they got picked up, but have already been forgotten about. That's what it feels like with Austin Keys. Huge pickup. People have already forgotten about him. But wait, wait until the first three, four games of the season, man. You're going to see these names start to reemerge. And, and Auburn's going to surprise some people. I don't think 4-0 is off the table to start the season. Oh, no, it's definitely on the table to start the season. Mm-hmm. We've got the opportunity to go to Texas A&M and make some noise as well as going out west and mm-hmm. handling business. So we'll see what happens here. Ronnie Stinson jumps in and says, Nixon is going to be a beast He's getting slept on. Talking about Larry Nixon, the transfer from North Texas linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, had a lot of tackles in his career. We will see if he's able to come into Auburn and make a difference. More experience, more depth at the linebacker position. Definitely not something that is uh, unneeded at Auburn. So we'll see how Larry Nixon can contribute when he gets here mm-hmm. from North Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to seeing what Nixon can do. Uh, Dana Jones jumps in. I do think Elijah's performance will surprise some people again, giving props to Elijah McAllister. And listen, man, I, um, you know, there's not a lot of film out there on Vanderbilt's defense. So I, I've only l- looked at a few highlights um, and, and heard some people talking about him. It is going to be interesting to see kind of what he does. I think he is, you know, another one of those guys. And we've talked about him a, a lot today. That's kind of been a forgotten man that people, to your point, you made this point um, about a few people. A lot of the guys that got picked up in that first uh, cycle that were here for the spring, people mm-hmm. just kind of forgot about him. Like they don't feel new anymore and they forget, oh man, they've done a ton to turn this roster over. There's a lot of new faces at Auburn. It's going to be a completely different football team. Um, very much so looking forward to, and they they got really good quality. You know, I, I talked ad nauseum about uh you're probably not going to get any difference makers in the second window i don't know listen man they might have brought a starting quarterback and a starting wide receiver (laughs) out of that group and um, not just starters but guys who are going to be high level sec contributors in that window so 
kudos to Coach Hugh Freeze and that staff for telling me to shut up and being like, look, man, I can get quality no matter what the window is. So yep, absolutely. We'll see what happens with all of that as well. Eric Montgomery jumps in. I think Garrett's track record and coaching helps take these guys to another level. Talking about Jeremy Garrett, the defensive line coach that came over to Auburn in Coach Hugh Freeze's mm, new staff. His unit led the, led the NCAA in sacks. At Liberty. So it's going to be interesting to see, man, if he can prove. We just got through talking about pass rush, man. Jeremy Garrett, definitely, man, his impact should be felt early and often at Auburn, man. If he does, he recreates any measure of what he did at Liberty here at Auburn. You know, we we reported first on his, you know, hiring. Uh, I think it was a big, important one for Hugh Freeze and it's somebody that's known to him. So uh, can he do it in the SEC? We'll see. We will definitely find out soon enough. We'll end the show on this one right here. Definitely some tragic news for all SEC fans mm. out there. want to say, uh, that courtesy of Ant Robinson here in the comment section, a, a rest in peace to Ryan Mallett. For those that don't know, he passed this weekend. Uh, actually, I think it was just yesterday. He actually drowned um, out. Yeah, um, on the Gulf Coast, yeah. yeah. So in Florida. So, and apparently, you know, just from talking to some people, it's been – the, the, a lot of riptide situations 11, out there. 11 in the last two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you're planning trips out to, to, to the beach during the summer, man, just be respectful of the ocean because it will, it will do its thing. Yeah. So um, make sure that you, you have all the precautions taken and, and be respectful of the warning signs that they put out there, but definitely RIP to Ryan Mallett, all of the people in the Arkansas fan base that are attached to him, definitely feeling that loss um, so, you know, we stand in solidarity with that. Yeah, listen, Ryan Mallett was a great SEC quarterback, um, and uh, he had some great games against Auburn. Uh, you know, he was a high school football coach. Um, he was loved in his community, and, uh, you know, you hate when these these types of things happen. Um, but, uh, you know, our prayers and our condolences go out to his friends and family right now during this difficult time. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We appreciate you all for continuing to drop in with us. War Eagle. Peace.